Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hello. Hello. Oh, my gosh. Bye. <laughs> what is your name? AJ. AJ? Yeah. What How is happening, you? AJ? How is life going for you? Life's so good. I move into a new apartment in like four days. I am in bed and I just drank a margarita and two glasses of wine. <laughs> you just drank a margarita and two glasses of wine by yourself? Are you alone getting drunk? I am alone. I live with my grandma right now, but I move out soon. So That's cool. What yeah. did your grandma join you to to get to get fucking wasted? Dude, I wish she would. I wish she would get wasted and smoke a joint or something, but no. She doesn't like any of that stuff, so I'm trying to None quit weed. I've decided I'm going to talk about it publicly, so I'm held accountable. I, I'm quitting for a week. I'm going to see how I feel. I think the problem is it just it, it activates my uh, eating binges. You know, I mean, I had, no, a, I had a fucking crazy one the other day. I was eating Nesquik vanilla milk and uh, uh, fruit gushers and Skittles, and it was just insane. It was just bad, but. Whatever, this I've isn't been about bad me. like that, too. No, I get it. I've been smoking weed since I was 14, and I stopped for the first time for, like, two weeks a couple months ago, and my brain just cleared. Like, the fog was gone, and I want to start doing that again so bad, but I kind of use it to, like, help me with anxiety and stuff like that. Like, right now, I have been calling you for months. I listen <laughs> so much, so I'm, like, sweaty shaking right now. Fuck but yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. AJ, yeah. what's up? Um, well, you texted me something. You wanted to talk to me about how your ex is stalking you? Oh my gosh, I forgot. I try to forget about that when I can. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't have to talk um, about it if you don't want to. No, it's interesting, and I think that talking about it might help, because I really never do, but... Um, yeah, he was, I don't know, he was a sweet person we met over the summer, and I think religion is an awesome thing, I think it's cool to have something to believe in, it's not like my thing, but I'm open to it, you know, and he was very religious, and that kind of, I don't know, got in the way of stuff, his parents didn't like me because I have tattoos, and I don't know, it just got kind of strange, I went to a Bible study and got pretty uncomfortable, <laughs> so... So, uh, how did you meet this young Christian boy? <laughs> Tinder. Always Tinder. Uh, okay. I know. And, um, 
I mean, you don't sound, I don't know you, but you don't sound like you are the religious type. No, not at all. Uh, so then, I think we're what all connected, was it, but yeah. <laughs> what was it that, that drew you two together? Um, he was really, <laughs> I love a mustache and I love a mullet. And he had those. And so, like, it was an, a very, like, immediate physical attraction. And. I don't know, I try and be open-minded, so it kind of, like, intrigued me when he said that he was religious, because I was, like, I don't know, like, I'd never really been with anybody, or, like, dated anybody that was, so I was like, let me, maybe give this a try, you know? He seemed nice and yeah. respectful enough, you know? Yeah. When you're very physically attracted to someone, red flags just become quirks. Very much so, yeah. And then you, like, meet their parents. And I have like a, I have a cool little tattoo and it's from like an artist that I like on Instagram. And it says something about like dancing with devils and it's a little devil with cowboy boots dancing around. And that was a immediate, like I walked in, met his parents and his dad like started a discussion about that. And I just knew it was going to be, you know, getting picked What did apart. his dad say? Well, basically that he would like for me to add to the tattoo and make it something about finding God. <laughs> And I had known him for a month at that point, you know, so I was like, and I feel I don't want to expose this man's, you know, personal life, but his dad was almost a big reason why we kind of like stopped doing everything because he would get really intense. Like he, uh, his dad was the big like Bible thumper guy. Like he kind of thought that God spoke through him to other people. So he would, you know, he like baptized somebody and I don't know how Christianity works too well, but I don't think you could just, you know, I don't know, maybe like, I just don't know if a civilian <laughs> can just baptize another person, but he was out there doing that. So. Mm. And so, um, what do you think it was that drew him to you? I think... I know for a fact. Um, I'm sorry, I'm out of breath. I'm nervous. Um, uh, he was definitely overprotected, I think, just throughout life, you know? Like, he opened up to me about some, like, curiosity with sexuality, you know? Which, like, I'm super open to having my partner explore, you know? Especially as, a, like, a guy, you know? I feel like a lot of people aren't able to explore that. So I was really open with that, but. I don't know, he just never really, I think, had been with someone, like, who was open-minded. He only dated Christian girls or been single and with his parents all the time, you know? Did you put your thumb in his ass? <laughs> I put my whole strap on in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah, that's always a thing. I don't know why, but, like, I don't know if it's a vibe I give off, but there's been, like, three or four guys that they just, like... I'll match on Tinder, and the first message is like, "Peg?" <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> are you are you a lot of guys like introduction to pegging? Yeah, actually, very much so. Which I don't mind, you know, as long as they're super comfy with it. It's something I like because, like, I'm. Do you, do you take pride cool. in that? Very much. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I it's like more so pride that I guess like people feel comfortable enough with me to. Mm -hmm like open up in that way but it's also like yeah just fuck that dude in the ass you know <laughs> man you should cool. next that'd be that'd be sick if you did it while you were wearing a devil costume oh my god i know Can you imagine I his dad walking in on costume. that he would have a heart attack 
No, I actually, I felt really, as soon as we broke up, uh, it was right before Halloween, and then I posted a picture on Instagram of me in, like, this really sexy, provocative nun costume, and I was like, he's gonna think that that's pointed towards him <laughs> in some way. So anyway, but, I mean, this guy yeah. turns out to be bad news, though. Bad news bears, yeah, he, uh, I don't know, we, oh, God, I'm trying to think about his, oh, yeah, so... He, while we were dating, subscribed to some people's only fans that he had previously been hooking up with. And sex work is awesome. I love that. But I don't really love the consumption of sex work while you're dating somebody. For me personally, it's a little boundary, you know. Um, And he knew that beforehand, you know. And so we, like, talked about it. And then it ended up being that he didn't unsubscribe when he said he did. So... We broke up, and, um, like, immediately I was just being harassed, like, day and night with calls and, like, commenting on my TikTok from private accounts and just saying heinous stuff, not being very Christian-like, you know. I don't know. <laughs> mm. How long ago was all this? Uh, we broke up in October, I guess. it's It's been happening on and off. It was very heavy through November, and it kind of... It's lightened up a little bit in December. Right. Um, yeah, I'm actually back with my like long-term ex that was from before him who travels around because he's a firefighter and cuts down trees and puts down those crazy Canada fires. So back with him, back with <laughs> doing all that long-distance stuff, trying to avoid my ex. That's cool. That guy definitely sounds like he has a mustache and a mullet. Yeah, the firefighter has a better mustache, better mullet. So, do you fuck him in the ass? Back on track. I've asked. Uh, he's open to it, but it's not something I ever want to push, you know. So, it'll, you know, if it happens, it happens. But, um, so how did you rekindle with the firefighter after, uh, after, after so much time? Well, it's crazy because life's crazy. Um. We, me and the Christian man were on the phone breaking up I, and while we were on the phone, uh, he texted me and was like, Hey, I'm coming back to, I live in Ohio. He was like, I'm coming back to Ohio from Washington state after six months and would love to see you. I've been thinking about you. And so, yeah, I guess the Christian boy chose a bad time to fuck up and watch his ex's porn because <laughs> mm-hmm. The firefighter texted him. I don't know. I think that that's the person. Like, I really, you know, he feels like the person I'm supposed to be with. We've been together for a while and split up over the summer just because distance, you know, can get to you, I think. But So, this, the the Christian guys, he's still like, uh, mm-hmm. he's not like showing up at your fucking house and shit, is he? Not showing up at my house, just like... A lot of the, a lot of her, he did uh, try and marry Christmas his way back into my life. But What does it mean to marry Christmas your way back into somebody's life? I think it's, you know, when I guess you're no longer on speaking terms with someone and a holiday or special occasion comes up and it's an excuse to be like, hey, haven't talked to you in a while. Happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> merry Christmas. That's smart. But, that's smart. I got other stuff to worry about. I'm in nursing school right now. I'm moving to my apartment out of my grandma's. So that's cool. Well, you yeah. and uh, the, uh, we got a firefighter and an EMT. That's pretty good. You guys can make uh, 
You can deliver your own baby. You don't even need to go to oh a doctor. Absolutely. I'm actually certified to do that. And I always hope that like one day I get the call. I would love to deliver a baby in the back of my truck. Not my yeah. own, but yeah. I'll take it to the chat for questions. Does the chat have any questions for AJ about anything at all? Life, being That's an EMT, doing, being a human being on the planet Earth. I cannot believe I'm on here, by the way. I'm so very excited. Let's see. <laughs> um, what, what, oh, someone wants to know what the best flavor Pop-Tart is, in your opinion. Oh, uh, s'mores. I don't eat crust on Pop-Tarts or any other thing that's breaded, but I like the s'more Pop-Tart. Someone says, how do I pitch my wife uh, on pegging me? Uh, Honestly, I think your best way to go is maybe like start with ass play on her. I don't want to get too graphic, you know, but some light ass play on her and then maybe discuss switching it around while the heat's going what is your somebody said uh what is your most embarrassing emt story and then somebody said what is your craziest emt story i don't know which one you Mm want to cover or if you got one that covers both i don't know if i've done anything embarrassing um i've just i don't know i've been like projectile vomited on you know i've had to like swim around in people's blood and poo um i think like i guess like the most entertaining runs i get are my dementia patients i love people like i love getting a 10 p.m sundowner call and it's like a woman who's either mean and scratching at me or she's quietly sitting there like singing a really scary tune you know like oh, la, la. <laughs> i love my uh, dementia someone runs. wants to someone wants to know and this is this is a good question do are you how do you feel about like the stalking? Do you think it will get worse? Um, I don't feel like it will get worse. Uh, I do feel like he at heart is a good person. I think that I was really the first person that he had like a truly deep relationship with and felt like he told me I was the first person he could fully be himself around. So I think just like the intensity of that really got to him. So you know, I'm trying to be forgiving. I really don't judge him too much for it. So, Well, AJ, is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate you. I listen anytime that you stream. So Fuck have yeah. a good night, Yik. Have a good night and uh, enjoy. Hey, pour, pour a margarita out for me, huh? I'll pour two. All right. Rock and roll. All right. Rock take care, roll. AJ. Bye-bye, Lyle. <laughs> See you. Man, it really would be sick to drink a margarita alone in my room right now. Should I? Ah. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. 
It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com gecko. Liquiddeath.com gecko. Hello? Hey there. Oh my goodness, is this the gag? Yes, sir. To whom am I uh, speaking with? Hi, my name's uh, Seymour. I'm going to assume you, you cut out a little bit, but I'm going to assume you said Seymour. Yeah. How often do you get people saying, feed me, Seymour? Uh, I don't get that reference. Crap. You don't get that reference. All right. That's, we'll save it for you, the people who you. do. Um, All right. Damn. Honestly, it's kind of fu- no, it's, sorry. It's, it's, you, it's you, funny you that you even thought it was... It's funny that you even thought it was a reference, because if I didn't know that that was a reference and somebody said that to me, I wouldn't say, I don't get that reference. I would say, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? I wouldn't. It wouldn't even register that it was a reference. Oh, man. Uh, dude, I'm, uh, I'm a little shaky right now. because yeah. oh, man. Like, Saying, oh, man, is uh, a perfect response to any of the bullshit I just said. So, what's up, Seymour? How's life? Uh, life is it's actually pretty good, for the most part. Uh, I don't know if you uh, saw that. I sent you a text message after I get, tried giving you a call. Um, essentially, I wanted to ta- discuss a little dilemma I've been having with between me and my family. Um, uh, so I sent in the message. I'm 26 years old, uh, and I come from, like, a Catholic family background. And uh, so I'm 26 years old, and, like, I, I do smoke weed, and I do vape. And, like, I, I've i gone, like, through the whole thing, I guess you could say, like, the whole the whole cycle of, you know, trying out marijuana, getting addicted to it, to getting obsessed with it, and to the point where, like, you know, I had to, you know, I've never been to re- uh, rehab or anything like that, but I've, you know, basically tried forcing myself to stop. And I guess since, you know, I've, here I am still doing it, technically it didn't really work. But ultimately, it's like, you know, I control or at least, I, I at least don't allow marijuana to control my life as much as it used to. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you know, I was, it went to where I'm like, you know, I'm smoking like two, three times a day. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, I just smoke to uh, if I feel like it, I will. If not, whatever. You know, I don't mm-hmm. need it. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's like, and throughout this whole process, I've, you know, I've tried discussing it with my family because, you know, in my family, you know, we try not to, we tried, at least I tried to be honest with my family mm-hmm. because, you know, with your family, it's your only family, you know, right. If there you can't be honest or, you know, even trust your family, then who really can you trust out in the world? So then what would, what would the conflict be? Okay. Well, for my family, I mean, to them, basically marijuana is just a no-no. It is basically a sin. And like, you know, to them, they see it as like a very evil thing or like a very addictive thing, which I mean, yes, it is addictive, but you know, I believe it's not the only thing that people can really get addicted to, or even the, the worst thing. Not to, not to put out that you know, I believe mar- marijuana can do its worst okay. bad thing. Well, so, 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 first of all, what's your name again? Seymour. Seymour. That's, that's oh, right. We already did, we, oh, we did the whole thing. That's, we did the whole. Yeah. That's by the way, a hilarious fake name to pick out of all fake names. Yeah. Anyway, no, I forgot. I can't believe I asked you your name after we did the whole feed me Seymour thing. I just my here's the th- here. You know what? You know why I asked you that? Because I yeah. have very bad short-term memory. Seymour, you know why I have very bad short-term memory? Is it because of weed? It's because of weed. Probably. I don't know. Um, I'm not a fucking scientist. But um, mm-hmm. is the conflict here really with your parents? Because, like, I don't... So, obviously, well, you know, they're they're super Catholic and they think that... Uh, the devil really did create the lettuce, which he may have. He might. He he may have. He might have. Um, yeah. So is the conflict just that you can't talk to them about this this addiction that you have, and that makes you feel kind of isolated? Yes and no, because again, like yes, I mean, I'm I'm mainly just using the, the you know me using weed as kind of like the the basis as to what the real issue is. Like, okay. my main issue is the fact that, you know, I have difficulty, you know, expressing what I f- really feel in my life, you know, because I, I uh, not to get too much into my, my personal life again, because, again, I, I'm not try- I'm trying not to swerve too far off the topic here. Fucking go crazy, like, man. Okay, so essentially, like, you know, my parents divorced when I was three. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a house with four sisters, no brothers. I'm the second youngest child, and, uh, you know, I think the divorce, you know, I think the divorce kind of took a toll between me and my, my siblings, because mm-hmm. throughout majority of our, of our childhood, you know, we've always had arguments or fights, you know, majority of them with, with my mother, some of them with my father, but ultimately, you know, here we are, we're all grown up, you know, we're all adults here. And mm-hmm. we we're all we're, we all still have each other in our lives, you know. I still have my mother. I still have my father. Mm-hmm. All my siblings are, you know, they're not doing bad, you know. Mm-hmm. They all have jobs, you know. They're they're doing their own, their own thing, you know. They're doing good, and that's you know. I believe I like to believe that I'm doing as well. So but, so Seymour, um, so so uh, again, and and all all of that is is great. I'm glad that everyone's doing good. So uh, you know, in that case, when you when you told me just now, you were like. I think weed is just a, a, a side note to what the actual problem is, right? You said something along yeah. those lines. Am I correct? So tell me, yeah. in, you know, in as plain words as you can, what what is the actual problem? I believe I'm. I believe I'm having issues 
ultimately just, I guess, finding a reason to stay around my family. If that makes any sense. Finding a reason to stay around your family. Yeah, like, I mean, again, like, I, I don't want to, you know, confuse anything. Like, I love my family with all my heart. You know, that's that's my family. And I understand that we all have our, our personal problems. I know I have my problems that I've caused, and they have problems that each everybody has caused. But, you know, I feel like, you know, ultimately, why should we have to argue with each other and, you know, leave on bad terms if we if we still are have each other so, in our lives why can't so, we just so, work so Seymour, Seymour I just um, I'm you phrased this in a very interesting way and I don't know yeah. if you did that intentionally you phrased it as I need to find a reason to be around my family it's a very specific way to phrase what you're talking about right again like I, I know I know I'm beating around the bush because again like like uh, I, I have issues pulling out the rural truth because like it's like it's my own personal problems i guess trauma if you want to call it that mm -hmm. just, again I'm, I'm beating around the bush because like i i never really had opportunities or you know the option to actually save my what i feel well up. what i you know well, look, here's the thing. Whatever you want to say about however you feel when you're talking on here, you know, it's up to you. You could say whatever you want or not say whatever you don't want to say. But, um, okay, right, you need no. to, when, you, when you say find a reason, let me ask you, do you like your family? Do you enjoy being around your family? Because here's the deal. You're 26 now. You're an adult. Do you, I assume you have a job and, and you make your own money and, and you don't, you know need you know, you're, yeah. not, you're not living off of your parents financially and as an adult you, no. you get to make your own decisions about what people you spend time with and allow into your life and you know it's it's not your fault that 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 you grew up the way that you did and that it turned you into and that it did whatever it did to you but you know you're an adult now and you get to make your own decisions as to who you want to hang out with and so i ask you with that power that is bestowed upon you, and you can tell me the truth, and or, or you can not tell me whatever you don't want to tell me, but I ask you, plainly, you know, do you want to hang out with your family? Yes. Okay. So, if, if you're telling me that you're looking for a reason to be around your family, you've just now produced the best possible reason to be around your family, which is because you want to. Right. So, but also, where's but, the conflict um, coming also, from within that? Because you gave me, you didn't just, you didn't even pause when you said that. You didn't even have to think about it. You gave me a resounding yes. Yeah, it's, um, hmm. I don't know. I'm, uh, I guess, I don't know. I feel like I'm. The the thing is, is like you know, it's like whenever uh, whenever you you have good and then you have your bad. You know, you can't have yeah. one without the other, right? Right. Yeah. Of and course. it's like, and like you know, I don't know. Maybe it's because like personally, There's... I feel like you know, I, I feel like I, I'm a, I, I'm a family oriented person. You know, to mm -hmm. me, it's like I I hold value, my family. Not in a high pedestal, but I, I value them very much because mm -hmm. that's, I guess that's, 
all, you know, personality wise aside, I guess that's just like instinctively that's how I feel. You know. It's more Dude, you like, just I get a like, big always, you just get like feel, a giant like, I feel compassion. Get a giant compassion for the other person. Box vape with THC and roll up onto your parents' house and just blow a big fucking cloud in all their faces and go, This is who I am and you must accept me for it. No, I don't actually know if you yeah. should do that. No, I mean okay, so I'm if if I were to actually do that like right now my parent, my okay, plan picture. I actually live right now with my mother and one of my sisters in the house. Okay. Oh, see, so okay, so you, wait, 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 so you live with your family? Yes. No. No. I, I, sh- I should have uh, implied that. I, li- I still live currently with my family because you know, of course, yes, I do have a job, and yes, I do make decent amount of money, but I'm still trying to make my way, I guess, more financially stable. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm in the process. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and of course, you know, it's like you know, there's that, and of course, like living in the house, we're always gonna be butting heads with each other. But with my family, it's like it always seems like we want to like instead of talking about it, we're just gonna argue until we either somebody walks away or the cops have to be called. Okay, like, all right, uh, now, uh, all right, um. If uh, if you want, I can kind of paint a picture, like to what you, uh, what you said earlier about me, you know, just vaping in front of the house. Uh, there was I, well, I was ju- I was just I was just trying to be funny, and it didn't work. But yeah, no, no, you're, I, you're I, good, I, well, okay, you all right. You've you've introduced several new elements into this conversation now that are are piquing my my curiosity. Is um, you know, ep- well, well, okay, you live with your parents, which is fine, dude. If you're like, you know. Trying to find a, 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 a nest or a core of financial stability, I think, living with your parents if you have the opportunity to do so. And if it doesn't drive you fucking crazy to the point where you're suffering every day, then you should do it. But you mentioned just now that things will escalate to the point where the cops are called? Yeah, so, like, when I say, like, like oh, like... Hard-headed, hard-headedness runs in the family. I know I'm very hard-headed, and I get it from both mm-hmm. my mother and my father. Like, it's like you know, like the, you know the saying, like it's my way or the highway. Well, yeah, like not to you know specifically, like it's, it's okay, especially with my mother. It's it's my way or that's it. It's either you, you either it's my way or you're at my house, or I'm gonna call the cops and have them uh, take you off my house. Okay, and and she has done that. I want to say at least twice, once to me and once to one of my siblings uh, in a time where I was not actually around. I was living okay. on my own. Seymour, Seymour, get, Seymour, get with me on a few things. Um, okay. All right. Well, let's talk about, you know, your whole financial stability thing. Are you? Do you have a job? Yes. Okay. What do you do? I work in a warehouse. I'm a, like, okay. uh, I put like, you know, merchandise on a pallet to be put onto a truck, you know, cool. reverse stocking. Something like that. Cool, cool. And do you do you make enough that if you if you wanted to, you could move out? Ideally, I want to say okay. Well, it's a little confusing. Like I have to put put more few more details here. Uh, I'm currently working at this job. Ultimately, until next year for like next summer. 
because okay. I currently I'm in a relationship right now with a girl. Okay. And uh, we've been together in about two years, coming this uh, this next May. Great. And she actually she she's from my hometown, but she ultimately she actually moved to a bigger city. I'm not going to say where. Okay. Um, are you thinking about moving? Are you thinking about moving in with her? I am, but it's we got together in, a, in the relationship like only a few months before she got offered the job and okay. she had immediately moved and i've done the whole like you know like hey let's go move to get, uh, move in together it's going to be great you know all of a sudden no planning whatsoever and that has backfired on me three times already and so it's like i've already talked with her about it before she moved i know i do want to move in with her however it's like because she's moving over there specifically for her job you know, I told her, like, you know, we're, we're, we're in a new relationship. You know, I'm not saying that I don't want to go with you. I do. Dude, can I just, Seymour, can I say something? Can I, can, I, can I say something to you? And I hope you don't find this offensive because I, this is an uh-huh. actual, this is a thing I want to get your take on. This entire phone yeah. call, you have said, I don't know if this is just how you talk or maybe you're just, like, frazzled because we're, we're speaking in a, in, a, in a public setting here. But it's, the it's way that you're talking, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing you right now like a mad scientist with, like, pulling your hair out. You sound extremely stressed and, and frazzled. And I just want to know if that's, like, only because we're talking on a podcast right now or if that's just how you are. Because you, really you sound, you sound like podcast, you're, you're, you're jumping. Well, okay, look, it's it's a picture of things like, dude, I've been listening to your podcast since uh, last uh, this last summer, cool. and I it ultimately have been enjoying it very much, and cool. I Thank have you. like I have like major stage fright, you know, if I know I'm You're being recorded totally or fine. other people are listening to, I I get you know tensed up, and sometimes I have to like pace myself whenever I have to you know speak. That's that's all that really is. Okay. Maj- okay. Cool. I just want to make sure. I, I just. That's totally fine. Yeah. I just want to make sure that it wasn't, it didn't have anything to do with like all the stuff that you're ta- like stress over the things that you are talking about. You're doing oh, no, fine. Man, dude, I, yeah, no, it's no, I just have personal stage straight right, man. That's you're all doing great. Is. You're doing great. Well, anyway, I hope I didn't make you feel self conscious just now, but you know, anyway, I mean, to get to the root here, so you're, so you, this girl that you're in a relationship with, you're yeah. kind of, you, because here's the thing, right? Is like, you, I, I'm, I, you know, look, I fucking lived in my mom's basement for two years, trying to build up a a, a financial nest egg and and work on stuff and and you know do all, do the whole thing. I think it's a good idea, right? For some, but but if for, I think it's a good idea if if that, if you're being very intentional about it in that way. But there does come a point where, like, you got to be in your mind thinking about, you know, what's next, what's your exit plan, especially if – I mean, I'm I'm very lucky. My mom is is an, is, a, is a great person, but, you know, it, it, it's like – if you're, if you're butting heads and the police are getting called and it's escalating to that point and it's a daily – source of stress and anxiety it's just making your life miserable and i don't know if that's the i all i all i heard is that the police are being called and that it's her way or the highway you that's all you 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 haven't indicated on your end that you are you know you haven't expressly mentioned that you are miserable but you know 
I mean, are you? Is this is is this situation that you're in? Is it is it is it horrible every day? I mean, where 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 are you at? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. On the surface, it does seem horrible, but like again, like when you have your your good, you have your bad, and like I'm okay. I'm only talking about the bad things here. Like again, like you know, I do have good moments with my family. You know, we good. had a good Christmas this last week. Right, right, right. But I'm I'm talking about just like the like living with with them. You know, because yes, no, yeah. Here's, let me tell you something, and I don't care who the fuck you are and who your family is. This, there's no way that this isn't universally true. Your relationship with your family is going to be a lot better when you move out. Because I'm a firm believer of absence making the heart grow fonder. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, when I first moved out, I mean, I was, like, you know, on cloud nine. I was ecstatic. Right. But I was also, you know, like 19 at the time and very inexperienced. You know, I, I take I take my good with my bad here. You know, it's like, you know, I understand. Like, there are moments in my life where I'm genuinely happy. You know, I was, uh, you know, I am happy. But, of course, yeah. I mean, I had my bad days. So, just like, you know, I look at it as like, hey, you know, my life is going to have ups and downs. You know, I've been in worse situations before. And of course, I would wish like to be in other situations that are a lot better. You know, if I had the option, I'd literally talk to her about it with my girlfriend today because she's uh, actually down in our hometown for the weekend, spending time with her family. She talked to me. I was like, if you're really that upset about it, like, just come move in with me. You know, I'm right here. And it's like, and she's 100 percent right. So she's extended an invitation to come live with her already. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, there's oh, no well, problem then, well, with me well, going. Then what are you waiting for, Look, man? I guess part of it in me is, like, I'm ultimately afraid because, you know, it's like I've already done the whole moving out process. And, like, you know, <laughs> again, like, it's backfired on me. And so now it's like, you know, it's like, I'd rather just play it smart, you know. Moving out, how did moving like, out backfire on you? Is it a financial thing? Financial and, like, you know, friendships, you know, crumbling, you know, that. You know, your friendships crumbled when you moved out of, the, of your mom's house. No, no, like when I moved out on my own. Okay. Like you know, when I moved out, I tried getting roommates. You know, none, majority of them either backed out or they just couldn't pay their own, like their own half. And are so you are you wor- are you worried about your relationship with your uh, uh, girlfriend being affected by this? I mean, obviously, I mean, like, you're always going to be worried about everything whenever you're, like, you're getting in a relationship and especially moving across, you know, cities or whatever. But, like, it's it's mainly, I guess, it's just, like, it's mainly with me. Like, I've already talked with her about this. It's like, you know, it's like, look, I just don't want to get in that headset space because I got really, really depressed having to pay a lease on my own. For so long, especially like whenever like the only advice I can get is from my family, which their only options or their only advice is like, well, why did you move out in the first place if you weren't ready? Or why don't you just move back in with mom and dad? You know, it's it's. Look, I want I, I, I want I, let me a few things is. um, You know. I've said it a bunch of times over the course of this call. I'm very much, you know, pro, you know, living with your parents if 
if you need to. It's fucking extremely tough out there, uh, you know, to pay rent and do all this shit. So, you know, if that's where you got to be, that's where you got to be. But, um, I, and I don't know. I've only been talking to you for like a half hour. Has it been a half hour? It's no, not yet. But whatever. I've, 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 been ta- I've only been talking to you for 20 minutes, but I, I, I have a sense that ju- just generally that finding independence will bring you a, a, a more enriched life particularly yeah. if your family drama is getting to a point where police are called you know um so that's yeah. what i have to say about that and you know i, I before we go seymour and by the way thanks for talking to me for so long i hope that this I wanted to bring it all back because I hope that this conversation was helpful to you. I know that you, there was a, yeah. there, I know that there was a central thing that you wanted to talk about that we have veered far yeah. away from, and so I just wanted to ask you if, like, if if there was a particular thing that you wanted to talk to me about, I guess, and if 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 you feel as though we've covered that thing, or if there's any other aspect of any of this that you wanted to no, talk about honestly, before we went. Honestly, like- the the same the advice you've given me today like it's ultimately similar to the majority of advice I've been given to, uh, I've been given by you know my friends and other people I've talked to about this stuff and it's like ultimately it's like I guess my the main reason I te- I call it is mainly it's like you know it's like you know what I want to keep talking more to people because I don't really get these I don't feel like I don't get much of these opportunities good or right. at least you know it's like maybe let me keep talking to people to see if like if maybe I will get another answer. And maybe I'll get a different point of view that I'm maybe I'm missing here. It's like again, it's like I want to keep my eyes or my mind open to other okay. ideas, but ultimately, like I guess, be smart with how I move. Because the whole me, like you know, not moving in with my girlfriend for like a whole year's time, and after she's moved out, is just again, just me one one making sure that our relationship is going to last. Because I mean, I mean, long distance relationships are really hard. But yeah. also, it's like you know, I want to see like. You know, are you going to be okay? Am I going to be okay when we finally move over there? When I when I finally like the financial issue is really not a problem. I'm not you know in debt or nothing like that. It's just you know I want to see more, see more, see more. Um, uh, two things before we go. Uh, one, yeah. I'm very glad. I'm very glad that um, it sounds as though you're. Bur- it sounds like th- this is me playing fucking armchair therapist here. But you mentioned not being able to express yourself that much when you were like a kid. And um, I'm very glad that you are comfortable expressing yourself now. But also, too, don't don't kill yourself with your brain, man, because you're. <laughs> I, I I know you said it's just because of the podcast, but you, <laughs> I'm I I can I can like feel your brain thinking a thousand thoughts a minute, and and and. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say calm down, but, you know, don't uh, don't kill yourself with your brain. Don't overthink it. Yeah, don't overthink it. No, you're right, man. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, you've only been talking to me for like 25 minutes or whatever. Like, but you, you hit me right on the nail. Yeah, like I am okay. an overthinker. Um, Seymour, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, 
this is actually my, my the, the the part I've actually been anticipating because like I always like listening to people what they say at the end <laughs> yeah. of this. Yeah. Uh, you mind if I if I hit it with a joke? Yeah, say whatever you want. Okay. Uh, bear with my bear with me because this kind of drags on. Uh, <laughs> how long? Hold on. How long is this joke? Uh, I'm gonna say at least a minute. All right. Tell the joke. Okay. Um, okay, so it's show and tell in this class uh, going on right now, and this little boy goes up to the front of the class, and he says, I'm going to show you all by dingling. Okay? Okay. I'm, I'm, principal, I'm the here. Teacher sent, the, teacher, the teacher sends him to the principal's office. The principal asks him, you know, why are you here? He said, because I wanted to show my dingling. The principal sends him home. The parents ask him, why are you here? He said, because I wanted to show my dingling. The parents send him outside. He gets hit by a car and dies. So the boy goes up to heaven. Yes, this is still going. The boy goes up to heaven, and God asks him, why are you here? Oh, because I wanted to show my ding-a-ling. God sends him to hell, and then the devil asks him, why are you here? Because I wanted to show my ding-a-ling. The devil says, okay, well, show me your ding-a-ling. The boy pulls out a little bell from his pocket and goes, ding-a-ling. Have a good night, Yak. Yeah, you too. It's a very nice joke about, you know, it's at first I was kind of appalled when Satan asked to see the little boy's penis. But then it's like, well, you know, he's Satan. Of course, Satan probably is a pedophile. I would not consider that out of character for Satan to want to see little boy penises. That seems that seems apt of him. Hey guys, it's Lyle here. I'm about to do some ad reads, but if you're a premium member of the podcast, you will not hear them. Premium members, or Gek Legends, as I like to call them, get access to every episode of this podcast ad-free. They also get bonus episodes, recordings for my live shows, members-only streams, and they support my ability to keep doing this show for a long time, do it in cooler, more interesting places, and also eat food, which is important. If any of that sounds cool to you, you can go to therapygecko.supercast.com to become a Gek legend or find the link in the episode description. All right, let's do some ads. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. 
Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics, such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the cream tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Call from Violet. Hello? Hello? Hi, what's your name? Violet. Violet Beauregard from a series of unfortunate events. How you doing? Wait, shit. I'm good. That's not, is that from a series of unfortunate events or is that Willy Wonka? No, it's a series of unfortunate events. That's, okay, I was uh, right. My mom read it and that's why. Violet Beauregard. She's the one that likes to invent... No, wait. Okay, there's a kid who likes to read and a kid who likes to invent stuff. Yeah. Is she the one that invents or reads? She's the one that invents. She's the one with a little um, bow in her hair. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, this is insane. I've, I've loved you for years. Oh, thanks, <laughs> Violet. Hell yeah. Where are you, where, where in, um, where in, in England are you calling from? London. I thought cool, it was really man. strange. Um, you've never had anyone from London call you or England. I, 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 I've, I've talked to people from England before. Um, I did a show really? there. I did a show. I forget the name of the venue, but I did two shows there. They were really fun. Yeah, me and my boyfriend, we want to book the next show you do in London. I'm really excited. Okay, cool. I'll come back over the pond soon. Um, you can, I hope so. You can, br- you can bring one of your famous inventions and we'll talk about it on stage. I will try. Um, um, yeah. Sorry, the reason you'd... I was calling. Yes, please. I was going to ask. So, I thought you found this interesting. Cause my brother has been smoking weed for a while now. And I think that it's become a problem. Um, what define a problem? I think, I think smoking weed can be like fun and also like anxiety reducing to a certain degree. But I think the way in, in which he does it is sort of damaging to him. I think that he essentially smokes too much weed. Okay. Um, and I was wondering, because you talk about it quite openly, Sure. if you think that too much weed can be smoked. Of course. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> if you think there's no negative adverse effects to smoking weed, I mean, you're crazy. Of course there's negative effects to, um, you know, inhaling shit into your lungs that's not air. 
you know. And I'm not mm. a doctor. I don't know shit. You know, I mean, I don't, maybe it's maybe it's not. Maybe it's maybe weed's healthy for you. But if I had to make a bet on it, um, I would say the opposite. Um, how old's your brother? Uh, young, eighteen. He's eighteen. Okay. Does he have like goals yeah. for his life? <laughs> I mean, he's really clever, um, but he has. The thing that like I take issue with is that um, he's really, really intelligent, but because of weed, I think, and this is my opinion, probably not like everyone else's general opinion, but I think it's made him sort of less enthusiastic about doing well academically, if that makes sense. Because I don't really know why, but I know a lot of people smoke weed and they're normally not as sort of um what's the word like sort of just just lulled into a sense of not really caring about their academic success because of weed but he has sort of not he, he doesn't care anymore he just wants to sort of smoke weed sit in his room and play video games which is fine and i think that's completely fine but i think he could achieve much more which is why i'm worried but I don't know mm. if that's a cause for concern or anything. It's just he seems he's like pulled away from social interaction. And he is really intelligent, but he just doesn't really seem like he wants to engage with that anymore because of that. Mm. Um, how old are you? Me? Yeah, you. I'm 24. 24. Okay, so you're, you're, you've got some years on the boy. Does he? Um, <laughs> you could say that. Does he? Does he? Uh, do you have a good? What's your relationship like with the, with the boy? Yeah, I love the boy. <laughs> I love him dearly, but um, I I definitely am worried about him. I think I think that he doesn't like as most eighteen year olds. He doesn't really know who he is. I mean, I'm not saying that I know who I am, but he really doesn't know who he is. And I think that he's trying to grasp at straws of that through weed and alcohol and sort of attention from other people. And I don't think any of these things are healthy, but every time I say to him, maybe you should smoke less weed, he gets really defensive about it and says, oh, well, weed's actually great for you and like weed's actually like, really healthy for you and... <laughs> and I I don't really know how to say to him that weed can be great for you but it also can have really sort of negative consequences well also he yeah. lives in London so he's buying his weed from like clockwork orange looking guys instead of a store yeah I mean a lot of people smoke weed in London but a, a, a lot of that weed is probably not very good for you um, well, I mean, look, at the end of the day, when it comes to all things like this, where, you know, it's not you, it's your, uh, uh, family or friends, it's like, what, do you tell them all these things? Do you tell them why you think you shouldn't smoke weed? Do you tell them, like, um, 
things beyond that because he's because he can say like because like whatever medical thing he thinks or read and on a on reddit or a podcast or whatever where he's like oh it's actually making me better you can be like well um we decide what the fuck are you doing with your life you know if it's it's, it seems like it's making you lazy or 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 from an outsider perspective it doesn't seem like it's actually really helping you because look i mean i've been smoking weed super regularly since i was i mean fuck i guess for a decade now um but it did it and it has had its bad effects but it never really like messed with the uh main quest of 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 my life you know so for him it's like he's got to have a main quest do you find that um you or like people around you smoke weed because you're anxious i smoke weed because i'm anxious all the time yeah for sure yeah i think that's like probably the core of it for him which makes me feel like worse for saying oh maybe don't but that's only because he's young if he was older i would think it was different but i feel even worse being like i can tell you're really anxious and i can tell that you're trying to offset that Bias making me because I'm, I know that helps, mm-hmm. but it's having sort of adverse consequences that mm-hmm. are making you act. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. I mean, especially when you're, I mean, if you're when you're 18 and you don't really like know, you know, as, as you're talking about, as you're you're figuring out your life. I mean, it's a crazy, anxious time, and I can totally see him being like, I just don't want to deal with this. Mm right fucking now yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna get high i think that's actually really like probably really relatable for him like i think he his main issue is like it's like personally i've always wanted to like grow up and be older um and like exist in the world he's always sort of wanted to sort of revert back to being a child and like not exist in the big scary world and not be perceived if that makes sense yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with his weed smoking. I think that's like common with a lot of boys as well. Yeah. Um, they really want to. Well, well, look, I mean, it sounds like you're a good sister for caring this much about him and and, and trying this much. But um, I was just wondering, like, from a weed smoker's perspective, if you had any advice or sort of like you, a way. Have, well, have you have you, you ever you ever try you ever try weed? I have. <laughs> And I like I liked it for a while, but um, it, it never really sort of. I was never really obsessed with that. I was like, this is lovely. This makes me feel quite sort of calm and relaxed. But I think also, like one thing to note is that wherever you are, I'm not going to guess, but um, I imagine that generally in America, weed is of a higher quality than in the UK. Um, mm. Weed here is quite heavily filled with things that it probably shouldn't be and it can actually make you much more anxious and paranoid than you probably should be so a few times i smoked weed up and like ah this is kind of scary and awful <laughs> which is probably not the experience you should have if that makes sense i feel like smoking weed in london it just makes you see everything like you're in wallace and gromit yeah no <laughs> that's yeah, just looks like claymation everyone's talking in british accents it sounds scary British accents are, in a sense, really frightening. <laughs> um, 
Well, listen, Violet. Uh, it's nice that you care that much about your brother. I hope he figures this stuff out. He's only 18, too, you know. I mean, here's the thing about your brother, too, and this is why I don't think you should be so worried, is that your brother can, like, smoke weed and not do anything for, like, for like a pretty long time without it being yeah. a ginormous uh, problem. He's got about... Your brother's got about, uh, I'm going to say, I wouldn't even put a number on it. Maybe 12 years. I don't know. Your brother's got several years ahead of him (laughs) where he can do nothing and get high all day. And like, he's he's not going to die, you know. Right. Um, I mean, it's not like he's addicted to heroin. If he was addicted to heroin, he would have less than 12 years. But um, No, you know, that'd be much, much worse. Yeah. So... (laughs) So you know, I he's I think he's gonna be okay. I think you, you gotta let you gotta let this shit play out. Okay. Well, you put my mind at ease. Thank you so much. Good. Um, Violet, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? I want to say, please try not to make fun of my British accent. And thank you so much for listening. And also, don't worry about your weird family members doing their weird things. My, my weird what doing my weird what, what, say that again your strange weird family members doing whatever they might be doing oh, because yes. they'll probably end up being okay <laughs> yes yes never ask your parents if they swing because you won't want to know the answer <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> alright I'll but talk to you so later much. Violet thank you for calling bye Lyle bye Violet bye <laughs> Make fun of your accent. I would never. I would never. I would never. Never. Never Gromit. I've never actually seen Wallace and Gromit. Gromit. Yes, Wallace. That did sound that didn't sound very British. Alright. Hello folks, it's Lyle here. That's the end of this episode, but get this. I'm releasing a bonus episode this week. That's right, an entire extra hour of the podcast that you can listen to by becoming a premium member of Therapy Gecko over at therapygecko.supercast.com. Supercast subscribers get access to bonus episodes. They get a completely ad-free podcast feed of the regular show. They get recordings from my live shows, members-only streams, and they help support my ability to continue doing this podcast. So here's a clip from this week's members-only bonus episode. You said your uncle tried to kill you? Yeah, like, so him and I never got along at all in my life. And he asked me to do a favor for him. So I, I did the favor for him, and he got pissed. And uh, went to go try to buy a gun to come kill me. Nice. And it's been good times. It's kind of crazy how easy it is to just, like, if you don't like somebody, you just get a gun and kill them. Isn't it, like, weird that it's that simple that, like, if you really just decide that you don't like a guy, you can pretty easily go to a store, buy a gun, go to wherever the person is, and then shoot them mm-hmm. in the face, and then they die. That part—it's easy to do that. And then afterwards, you go to jail forever. But um, it's pretty crazy. You don't have this. It's not hard to kill somebody.
really, that you don't like. If you want to hear this full conversation, you can sign up to become a premium member at therapygecko.supercast.com or find the link in the episode description. That's therapygecko.supercast.com. All right, I have nothing else to say. Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks.